Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined us on the prayer call this morning at 5 a.m. Our, 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 our controller, our, our music controller has us praising early in the morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We do thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. Blessings and glory and honor, they do. They all belong to you, Father. And we bless you and we honor you. We give you praise this morning for allowing us to be here on this call to reciprocate your love back to you. Your love, Father. And, Father, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity again for us to come together in unity where you, dear God, command the blessing. You authorize it. Father, we thank you. We yield ourselves to you to hear what you're saying through our devotion leader this morning. We yield ourselves to agree in prayer with Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ, the chief intercessor, as our prayer leader lifts up our hearts and our bowls before you in praise and in prayer. Father, we thank you that you hear us. Hallelujah. You hear the cry of the righteous. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus that makes us righteous. The blood of Jesus that keeps us. The blood of Jesus, hallelujah, that sustains us. We thank you, Father. We thank you, God. And we yield to you this morning. And we say, have your way. Have your way, Father working in us that which is well-pleasing. For we know that we are not alone. Hallelujah. That you are with us. Hallelujah. And we bless your and praise your mighty name, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Well, let me introduce you to our team this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today, the angel of our house, the leaders of our church at New Destiny, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We bless your family in Jesus' name. Our devotion leader this morning is Elder Gail Knowles. Good morning, Elder Gail. How are you doing today? I am blessed, Charlene. I am blessed. It's a wonderful day to be alive. Yes, yes, yes. Amen, amen, amen. And good morning, Sister Myrna Whitstone. Sister Myrna will be leading us in any prayer requests that have been um, sent in. She will be leading us in prayer, and she will give any praise reports that may have come in. Sister Myrna, how are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am wonderful. Thank you. How are you? 
I am well. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Well, without further ado, we will press forward to receive our devotion. Elder Gail, we're ready. Thank you so much. Well, if uh, good morning, everyone. You know, it is 5 o'clock, like Sister Charlene said, and it's a wonderful day to be able to be alive in the kingdom of God, to be useful to God, to wake up and know that he chose for us to wake up and wake us up this morning, and that the reason why he did was there's purpose in our life, that somehow, some way, somehow, we are going to be a blessing to our God today, whether it's an encouragement to a person, whether it's listening to someone, whether it's interceding or praying or make, you know, I just want to encourage you this morning, choose this day that today is going to be a day that you can bless someone, that you can do something that's going to make a difference in someone's life. Um, if you've been following on streaming or in person at our Sunday morning gatherings, then you're going to uh, be familiar with what our subject is this morning. And I believe it was last Sunday, uh, and I was taking notes as well, and Bishop was talking about Jesus identifying with our pain. And he was trying to bring us to the place where we could see the relationship that we have as believers with Christ. And that when we have that believing relationship, that we can know that God is with us, that we're never alone, and that no matter where we're at, what we're doing, he is always there. And uh, I loved what he was talking about, and, and particularly in Daniel, the third chapter, when he was talking, he was calling him King Nebi, I think it was. I had to laugh at it. He kept calling him King Nebi, but Nebuchadnezzar had made this huge bronze or gold statue, I'm enormous, that he wanted everybody to bow down to. And these three guys are amazing. They No way are they going to bow down to a big gold statue for Nebi, right? So they made a choice. They made a choice. They're not going to do it. And how they made the choice was that they believed. Somehow they were connected to their source, and they knew that, you know what? We know our God. And uh, they were literally put into this fire, I know you know the story, but the fire was so hot, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebi rather, was uh, so mad and so angry that he had them turn the furnace up hotter than ever because he was going to burn them, right? And even the soldiers that opened up the furnace were burned up because of the heat. And it's interesting that the Bible reminds us of those details you know, just to put in our our thoughts how serious this was and how hot this was going to be. And uh, anyhow, what I want to remind us once again is that the choice is ours. And sometimes in our carnal minds that we've convinced ourselves that if we experience hardship, persecution, loneliness, trials, tribulations, 
in our lives, and we do that on a daily basis. There's going to be so many opportunities presented to us this day to have thought and and have a response or a uh, reaction to what happens around us. But keep remembering that today the choice is ours, just like the choice was for these three men to believe God. It's our opportunity this day in our life. It's the only time we have is right now. But I want to put you in remembrance also that in the word of God, he gives us an amazing psalm in Psalm 91. And I happen to be in a living translation this morning. And I'm going to read that very quickly. But just as a reminder that God has us covered Jesus has covered us. His words have covered us. The word of God is covering us. Angels cover us. We are never without the presence of God. We may feel that he's not with us sometimes, but those are feelings. And in the 91st Psalm, uh, he begins in the uh, Living Translation, he said, beginning with the third chapter, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. That's COVID as well. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are our armor, our protection. Don't be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies in the day. Don't dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at our side, 10,000 are dying around you, and they have been. These evils will not touch you. Now, how can we be sure that's going to happen for us? It's too simple to even hardly explain. In my, in my experience, it's believing God. I've got to believe God over the circumstances and the environment and the surroundings in my life. It's a choice that I am going to make. Does it feel right? No. It does, does it feel like it? No. Sometimes fear just creeps in to try and help us to understand that God's not going to do anything for us. That's the lie of the enemy whispering into our ears. But just open your eyes, the writer says, and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, new destiny and our callers on the line today no evil will conquer us no plague will come nigh our home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go they will hold you up with their hands so you don't even hurt your foot on a stone you will trample lions and cobras you'll crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet the lord says i will rescue those who love me I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, when they call on me, are we calling on him? Are we? We have to really ask ourselves the question. Is it my responsibility to call on God? I will answer, God says, and I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. And I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. You know, as I'm reading that, 
I'm thinking, well, it would be really easy right now to begin to think, well, I know people that didn't make it through this. There's people in my life life that are struggling. I've struggled. Um, I know people that are already in heaven that that have uh, gone to be with the Lord. I didn't understand it. But you know something in all of that, and all of the reasonings and the thoughts and uh, the things that come to our mind when we hear God's word be so adamant about his protection. I just want to encourage you today. God is giving that word to us right now. What we do with it is going to be entirely up to us. We want to put our lives in the hands of God, the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. Fear is our enemy, and faith is our confidence. Feelings are just that. They come and they go. It's our choice to choose and believe. Love is a choice. Peace is a choice. I'm choosing today to live in peace. I'm doing that every morning and throughout the day. It's my choice, and I'm not going to give it away to anyone else. I want to encourage you this morning to choose this day, this one day only, Yesterday ended at midnight, last night, and what we tell ourselves about today is it's our choice. It's ours to encourage others struggling. Don't let someone else make your choices for you. If trouble comes, and you, it will, you'll take your place in Christ. You'll make the decision to come out of whatever situation arises and not smell like smoke. I remember so many times I used to say, wow, I, didn't, I don't even smell the cinch smoke on me. And I mean the enemy was out after me. I, I have had situations of near death so many times. And now that I'm older and I can reflect and look back at the goodness of God, God wants us to live in faith and peace in his constant presence. You know, if the UPS driver drives up to your door, and knocks on the door, and has a package to deliver. You have a choice to sign for that package or not sign for that package. Well, let me tell you what. I know you know, because we're all in this together, there's going to be a lot of knocks on your door today for opportunities to deliver packages to you. And I want you to stop and think about the simplicity of that statement that I've made. You sign for it or you don't. When the enemy comes to tell you you are defeated today, he comes to tell you it's not working today, he comes to deliver the package, I want you to remember to say I'm not signing for it. I remember the covering of my God and the covenant and the promises of him. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, this was a simple 10-minute message. But God, you know what? It's so impactful and so up to us to make the choice to believe, make the choice to choose God. Open up the word, look into it. Be reminded of all the times God has kept us. Help us, God, to not think so much about ourselves today, but think about others and how God has placed people in our path so that we can have opportunities. Bishop's talking about bringing families to church and, uh, Father, I thank you that you give each one of us an opportunity to begin to fulfill that uh, desire that you fill the church full of families with hope 
in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Elder Gail. <clears throat> Thank you for that message. Excuse me. Everyone, let's make a commitment. Make a commitment today and say, I choose this day to bless someone. Amen. I know that your introduction, before you even began the devotion, it, it, that everything that you said was totally by the Holy Spirit of God because God even said this morning, right before we opened the line, I was meditating and praying, and he reminded me of a commitment that we made, he and I, that I would tell at least one person each day about Jesus. He reminded me of that commitment. And that means that I reached a minimum, a minimum of 365 people a year. And telling someone about Jesus may just mean simply letting your light shine through a smile or simply saying, hello, how are you doing today? And waiting to hear their response. People should see God through us, through our kindness. It's our choice. God can heal, deliver, comfort in any way that he chooses, but it's our choice to be obedient to him. Elder Gill um, said, we have to live in faith and peace in his constant presence. We have to make the Lord our refuge, and he will protect us. We have to believe God, amen, and do what he says to do. So choose this day to bless someone else. Amen. Sister Myrna, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand in agreement together as she prays. Father God, we thank you this morning. Father God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for being good, for being faithful, for being wonderful, for being loving, for being true, for being forgiving and for being so much more. We gathered together this morning, Father God, to hear a word from you to start our day, to honor you, to worship you, because you alone are worthy. Father, we, we come before you this morning, lifting up Dave, Dave's youngest son, Luca, who's only three years old and has cancer. Father, the hurt and confusion, disappointment, and even anger that this family must be facing because of their youngest son. Father, we ask that you comfort them now. Comfort them now, Father God. This family may not know you yet, but you know every detail of their lives. We know, Father God, that you created Luca with purpose and destiny. We ask, Father, that the angels that you have assigned to Luca will encamp themselves all around his hospital room. And may Luca know that it's your presence that surrounds him. Guide and lead the doctors and the nurses and everyone else, Father God, that is involved in his care so that nothing is missed or overlooked. We proclaim 
complete healing in Luca's young body with no after effect, not now and not later in his life will we see this again. Send your ministering angels, Father God, to proclaim the good news of the gospel to this entire family, that they would know you in a deep and intimate way as their Lord and Savior. Touch their hearts and their minds right now, Father, at this very moment. Stir up a desire within Dave, Father God, as the head of the household and his wife to know you like never before. To comfort their other two children, Father God, who have no idea what's happening to their youngest brother. Be with this family, Father. Holy Spirit, call them forth and turn their hearts to know our wonderful and merciful and loving Savior. In Jesus' name. Father, we lift up Alma Barrow, Father God, for complete healing. You said in your word, Lord, that it was by your stripes that we are already healed. So we speak healing, wholeness, and completeness all throughout Alma's body, her mind, and her soul. Whatever is taking place in Alma's body right now, Father God, we command it to cease and desist. Right now, in the name of Jesus, or it no longer has permission to cause any harm or wreak havoc in her body, in her mind, or in her soul. We thank you in advance, Father, that her strength is being returned to her now as we speak, as she rests, wherever she may be. Father, we thank you in advance for for hearing our plea for Alma for covering her with your healing touch and for restoring her entire body to being whole, healed, and complete in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we continue in prayer asking for Sherelle Carter and for her peace and for her understanding. Father, we don't know the details of what she is facing right now, but you do. May peace overflow from her heart to her mind. And may understanding, may her understanding be enlightened as she reads your word and remembers your promises. As Sherelle faces today, Father God, may she be reminded that you are with her and that you will never leave her, nor will you forsake her. May she know without any doubt that all things, regardless of what it looks like right now, will work together for her good because she loves you, Father God. Restore her hope in you. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, Abba Father, for these dear ones that we've lifted before you, Father God, that we've had the privilege to bring before your heavenly throne this morning. We pray, Father God, we ask and we believe that no longer will they fear, for you are with them. You are with them right where they are. They will not be dismayed, 
Father God, for you are their God. You will strengthen them and you will help them and you will uphold them with your righteous right hand. May any and all fear dissipate now in the name of Jesus. May comfort, peace be restored to each of these dear ones that we've lifted up. May they sense your peace right now where they are. We pray they may enjoy good health and that all may go well with them even as their soul is getting along well. We honor and glorify your magnificent name this morning, Father, because we know that there is none like you. We know that you are the God of wonder and miracles. We wait with great expectation for you to move however you see fit in the lives of these precious ones so that you will receive all the glory, that you will receive all the praise. We give you full permission, Father God, to move, to deliver, to heal, to set free. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Myrna. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching, so we know that what Sister Myrna has asked of Father God, it shall be done for us by Abba. Amen? We want to quickly swing back to Elder Gill. Elder Gill, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Oh, thank you, Sister Charlene. I uh, am so moved by Myrna's prayer, uh, prayers this morning for these precious people. Um, you know, let's begin today. We got into agreement, hopefully, when we were on, on listening to what the words were coming out of her mouth, that we got into agreement that this is God's will for these people to be touched today and to be changed by the power of God. Let's begin today as we go about our day just thanking God for it. And as we're doing our work or or wherever we're at, just lift up to God and thank him because he heard our prayers. Thank him for the manifestation of everything that was prayed for so that we can continue on and not just forget that we heard that or that's up to God, but it's we're connected to that prayer because we're corporately praying this morning and believing God for the answers and the families are believing. And, you know, the word helps us know that when one suffers another, that we suffer with them and that, at times when people and these children, you know, as well, that are uh, diseased and having trouble, that the faith and prayers of people are what make a difference in the earth realm, and that's what God has used. He gave us the ability to speak, to use our voice, to connect, and there's no better way to pray than to pray the word of God, so we can pray that The word was sent and healing 
is on the wings of those prayers and that the words that were sent, just like we send a text message to somebody else, we don't see it manifest out here in the natural, but we see it on our phone and we see that it made a contact to somebody. Well, we're believing for contact with our prayers this morning. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody to conquer your thought life today. Conquer it with the word of God. Know that you have the mind of Christ, that we hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart. And in the name of Jesus, that we will practice what we have learned and received through our uh, daily meditation, the word of God, our precious bishop and the word. He's a powerful word man, and I love it because when he speaks from the pulpit, he is speaking God's word. And it will perform, and God will perfect his word in our lives. So thank you for the opportunity again today, and God bless everybody. Amen, amen. Well, we want to, again, pay homage to our bishop pastor, and Pastor Adrian. We bless them in the name of the Lord. And we bless their family. Amen. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude our call today. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. We love to pray. We've been called to pray. And we will pray without ceasing. Amen. And we stand in expectation that what we have prayed, we will receive. We will not have corporate prayer on campus this Saturday, July 2nd, due to the holiday weekend. Again, there will be no corporate prayer this Saturday, July 2nd, due to the holiday weekend. We will resume corporate prayer the following Saturday, July 8th, on-site, and by way of live streaming at the Oakland campus. And we will resume a 5 a.m. prayer call next Tuesday, July 5th. So have a blessed holiday weekend and stay safe. Lastly, when we open the lines this morning for the saints to pray together, we ask that you please pray in your heavenly language if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. For those of you who do not speak in tongues or pray in tongues, we ask that you simply pray thank you, Jesus. Pray thanksgiving to Jesus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Elder Gill, Sister Myrna, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join us Tuesday through Thursday for 5 a.m. prayer. Now let's go together again before God, before we leave the call, but never his presence. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your word, God, knowing that we are not alone. And Jesus, you identify with everything that we go through here in the earth. You said that you have not experienced anything 
that is common to man. You experienced it all. You took on the form of flesh. You left your position of deity and took on the form of man and identified with everything that we go through. So we know that we can pull through anything if we believe Father God, if we trust Father God just as you did. And I pray, dear God, that you bless your people, that you bless your people to trust you more, to trust you more, to trust your word, to trust what you say, because you cannot fail. You cannot lie. Your word will surely come to pass. It will accomplish the purpose that you've sent it to and in the thing where to which you've sent it. Father, we thank you that you love us so. Hallelujah. And we choose this day to honor your word, to bless someone else. We choose today, dear God, to bless someone else. And I declare by the power of your word, dear God, that every blessing that each caller gives to another, that it is reciprocated like a boomerang coming back to them. Father, remind them that you said that you are ever-present in a time of need. Remind them, Father, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Remind them, Father, that you are with us. You are Jehovah Shammah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you for your word that says, I will be their God, and they will be my people. Thank you for your word, Father, that says, I am always with you to the end of the age. Thank you for your word, Father, that says, where can you go? Where can you flee from my presence? Hallelujah. The Lord, our God, is near to all who call him. And we thank you, Father, for being near, for being near to all who call upon you in truth. And just as you are near to us, Father, we press, we press to be near to you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Sidonia, please open the lines. 